Hello. 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 Welcome to another edition of Thinking Like a Lawyer. I was trying to fake you out there, but it doesn't seem like it worked. Well, you're not great at subterfuge, so. Okay. That's, that's fine. Fancy so, word today. We're coming in hot. <laughs> Got to start. You got to start hot. Great. Well, um, Guess I'm, who's Joe, back? I'm Joe Patrice from Above the Law. Uh, you heard Catherine Bino, who is back from her illness and has decided to choose violence. Uh, I, <laughs> I, we also heard from Chris Williams in there. How are you? Uh, I am doing significantly better. As you mentioned, I was ill last week. It was not COVID. That's what multiple uh, COVID tests tell me. But it turns out that while the vaccine does in fact protect you against COVID, COVID masks help with everything else. So yeah. now that uh, the largely maskless world uh, has taken over, uh, colds are a thing again. Yeah, mm. colds and you know, not not my favorite thing, but you know, it was what? it was like it was like 2019 or something crazy. Uh, and it was not your favorite thing. I do know what your favorite thing is, which is the beginning of small talk. You, you wanted to. This is why I choose violence. If you if you were curious. Folks, this is why, because that's the crap I have to deal with. Well, your mm. life is hard. You have to listen to one sound effect. First of all, first of all, we all know, regular listeners are well aware, there's going to be more than one. <laughs> there is. And let's be clear, the sound effects are merely a symptom. The problem is that you enjoy annoying people. I find that to be untrue. Okay, uh, let's go to the third base coach. Chris, what say you? That is... The biggest bullshit I've seen chat since my time in yeah. Texas. <laughs> like, that was peak bullshit. Like, I'm actually impressed. I, I mean, I've I've seen a lie or two. But that was a lie, like, <laughs> and I'm 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 honored actually to be in the same virtual room and take part of such dishonesty. You know? <laughs> oh, uh, and we have a birthday. That's right. Happy birthday, Chris. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> See? Violence. That was terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Never again. No, like <laughs> Yeah, don't you don't have to ever give me a gift again, Joe. I'm very good. Yeah. Right. Do you have any big birthday plans? So, I mean, this is, I'm saying this uh, for the benefit of the listeners, I don't know, in, in their cars? Where do you listen to podcasts? Anyway, um, Some right now, mom. Some people are probably listening in their car, maybe yeah. maybe on a treadmill, perhaps. Maybe, maybe. Uh, shout out to Peloton. Um, but yeah, so my mom's my mom's getting my hair retwisted, retwisted my locks. And after that, I have a, a long day planned of uh, probably finding some judge who decided to soft slur somebody in a housing case or something you know you know how the job goes and then maybe some sleep yeah uh yeah. tomorrow i'm leaving to go to st louis i'll be there for a week the black law student association is having a banquet and it's hard to pass up an opportunity to look spiffy and see friends so yeah that's gonna be fun nice excellent well how was your past weekend joe it was good i uh Went to Las Vegas for the opening weekend of the tournament. Basketball, uh, we're talking here. Indeed. It was interesting. I'd never done that before. I'll tell you, it was not to cast aspersions on a on a whole location, but it lost a lot of its luster now that you Words can, are hard. Now that you can gamble 
anywhere. On your, um, on your telephono. Yeah, no, and, and and the apps that they have there for gambling are not nearly as robust as the ones here in New York. So I was a little disappointed. So in you that, went to Vegas to gamble less. It, that is what it turned out. But hey, the under keeps hitting, so. The under has not been bad in the opening weekend of the uh, NCAA basketball tournament, but everything else has been a disaster, at least for my bracket, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. You put too much faith in the SEC, I think is your problem. That is a problem. Yeah. That is certainly a problem. Yeah, I, I have a, a family bracket pool, you know, and I'm apparently the commissioner because I'm the only one who, you know, understands the sporting. And I am not in first. My mother, who literally picked things based on, well, I know your cousin, didn't your cousin go there? That's how she picked her teams and is in first. Uh, I think partially because my uncle went to St. Peter's. So yeah, that, that's a, <laughs> I think that, that helped. Would help. I think that helped. But just goes to show the more you know about sports, the worse your bracket usually is. All right. Well, I feel like that's a good transition for us to transition out of. But see, you're going to. Small talk. I mean. Yeah. I deserve that. You did. I walked right oh, into it like a damn buzz so. That was so good. That was yeah. so good. Was it? Was it? Was yeah. it? Yeah, it's the... Was it? Awful. Nothing says Monday like shooting fraud, whatever, whatever <laughs> yeah. the word is. And like just Shot to see the, Yeah. And that, it was that. It was that. I, I felt it. I felt your pain and it was lovely. Yeah. So, uh, but but it's a good transition, I guess. Uh, well, because we were talking about the brackets, so I think mm-hmm, we mm-hmm. can talk. Uh, one thing we will hype up for people who haven't already participated is the annual above the law bracket challenge is going on right now where we take some stories from the previous year and or use legal those concepts i think legal one of concepts the, yeah to, yeah we, we, we did i think um best true crime bracket a couple of years ago we've done best fictional lawyer we've done worst law school you know we yeah. do those kind of fun stuff yeah, but it, but it's a good opportunity for us to revisit some of our old stories uh mm. generally speaking and in a betting format. So our bracket is up. Uh, we're already through the first round. We're down to the what we're calling, I guess, the silly 16 because the NCAA sues people who use the word free sweet 16. So we're... How about we, the stupid 16? Yeah, that, that, that could be true too. Yeah, I like that. So uh, how'd you come up with the concept for this year's bracket, Joe? I did not. Our colleague Stacy's rescued it. But, uh, <laughs> but, but she pitched the idea that we had a almost frightening number of stories of really bad lawyering out of the Trump administration and the Trump-affiliated lawyers over the last couple of years. And she said we could put together a bracket of which of them did the most to destroy their their reputation. And so we've got that going. There so are who's, some, your, who's the overall number one, though? I mean, Rudy was the it's overall number one. I mean, be. this is a person who had at one point been considered a front runner to be president, and now he does cameos to keep make ends meet. So to pay some he's legal bills, one. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, no, we have we have some good matchups this round, uh, and some really serious ones looming. I mean, Alan Dershowitz is still out there. Sidney Powell's still out there. We got yeah, some there, there's real. A, there's a query uh, about the Dursowich because I, I think that's the other one whose reputation is, has just fallen tremendously, right? But were there other things besides involvement in Trump land that caused his reputation to take a tank? I don't understand what you can possibly be talking mm. about. But yeah, so there obviously there's a few overlapping issues. That is not the only 
person who has some unfortunate involvement with the Epstein story. Oh, well, actually, it is now because Ken Starr got upset in the first round. Ooh, but, who took out Ken Starr? Uh, Paul Davis. Paul or not? No, 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 wait. No, not Paul Davis. Who did? Oh, Lindsey Graham, I think. Took well, him out. you yeah. know, all things. These are all things. Paul Davis is now in a matchup straight up with Sidney Powell. Uh, that is a that is a dangerous one right there. That said, Sydney's the she is currently the strongest contender in the entire thing. She won her opening round matchup by over ninety nine percent. So who who is she against? Who was the most minor of the Kraken people? Uh, uh, I can't uh, remember Jane Raskin or something. So like at that. least that yeah. makes some sense why she won by such a strong margin because it was apples to apples as a comparison, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like the person who popularized Kraken as a legal <laughs> concept versus somebody else on the team. So sure, right, but. But I will say she got more votes than voted in some of the other matchups. Oh, really? Uh, you know, people like showed up just to vote for her. And <laughs> like, then who's disappear. the worst? Yeah. Sydney Powell. Yeah, yeah. Next. So it's a fun, uh, it's a fun thing we do every year. It's a good opportunity to read through, see some old stories, r- remind yourself that somebody actually thought we should turn the government over to the hobbits. You know, these mm-hmm. sorts of things. That is a real thing that happened, yeah. and it is it's very, very real. And it, and it was Paul Davis. So we'll see if that was enough to overcome Sydney. Also, it's all the fictional character matchup, right? It's the Kraken versus the Hobbit Law. Ooh. So I think that's a little spin on that part of the bracket. I like, I like that. I like that. I'm still writing that one up. So yeah, maybe I'll, maybe I'll use that. You, you can have my permission to use it as much as you would like. Okay. Well, cool. See, well, so, I didn't choose violence today. Fair enough. So voting on this round is going to run until Thursday night. Uh, then on Friday, we'll unveil the next group, have that vote over the weekend, you know, and just kind of keep going till we get, uh, you know, a true champion. So that's exciting. Anyway, wait, would it be a, 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 oh. uh-oh, uh-oh. You know, I want to finish hold that the phone. Uh, yeah, hold up. Shouldn't we shouldn't we have somebody answer that for us uh, to, so that we could keep on the business that we need to do and concentrating on what we need to do while somebody else handles that? Well, I can't. Yeah. So let's hear from Posh. As a lawyer, ever wish you could be in two places at once? You could take a call when you're in court, capture a lead during a meeting. That's where Posh comes in. We're live virtual receptionists who answer and transfer your calls so you never miss an opportunity. And the Posh app lets you control when your receptionist steps in. So if you can't answer, Posh can. And if you've got it, Posh is just a tap away. With Posh, you can save as much as 40% off your current service provider's rates. Start your free trial today at Posh.com. All right. So before I cut you off with the the phone ringing, I did not know you were going to add something there, Chris. So what, what was it? Well, I was going to make some dumb joke about asking if they were going to be the champion or the biggest loser. Yeah, so that is basically what this is going to be. It's, uh, it's the biggest loser without, you know, the eating disorders. Yeah. Good. As far <laughs> as we know. Yeah. Well, without the, you know, glorifying eating disorders, which is yeah. what, in fact, the biggest loser d- does. I'll be honest, I've never, I've never seen that show or, like, mm-hmm. read about it. I just know that it was, like, it was, it was, that's a catchy-ass name, you know. Fat phobia so, aside, it's some really good, sure. really good name. <laughs> so I guess what do we want to talk about next? Uh, do we want to talk about criminal law here? So there was a big case recently where uh, was it Georgia uh, found out that you, mm-hmm. the Georgia law enforcement found out you can't actually uh, stretch things to the breaking limit. Yeah. Um, so this happened recently. The Georgia Police Department. So 
basically probably like taxpayers are forced to pay out like $900,000 to about 64 young adults who were all charged with one single bag of weed back in 2017 at a combo New Year's Eve birthday party, which it sucks to get busted like that at a birthday party. Sucks to get busted like that at a um, New Year's Eve party. But to really go for the combo, it shows it shows their commitment to protecting and serving the community. I mean, there had to be like somebody had to know that there was a they had a calendar access. Somebody leaked the calendar. But yeah, I think it I think the numbers fall out to being like each person gets around fifteen thousand for the after you factor in fees and whatnot. But it was it was ridiculous. So the crux of it, it was, so there were 64 people. There was how much? It was like an ounce or something along an those ounce, lines? An ounce of weed, which was probably mid. Like, if, 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 you know how mad I would be if, one, if I got hit with a charge for having an ounce of weed that wasn't mine, but two, if it was Reggie. Like, if mm. it looked like it was mostly just, like, time and, like, a smidgen of oregano, like, I'd have been so pissed off. I, I, I would have been mad. I hope it was some quality stuff, but it probably wasn't. It was 2017. <laughs> The problem here, of course, is that if, if you're going to claim that you have some sort of probable cause that someone's, you know, dealing drugs or something like that, uh, it's hard to do that when it's hard to use that as the the hook you're hanging your hat on when you're saying that 64 people are all equally responsible for dealing an ounce. Uh, it it becomes a little difficult when you're talking about microscopic levels of sales uh, to make an actual that's, that's probable homeo- cause. That's homeopathic drug dealing is what it is. It's microdosing, but really microdosing. Yeah. It's nanodosing. It, that's selling weed in the same way that LaCroix is fruit flavored, you know? <laughs> and like, and my thing is like, some dude is like, yeah, you know, we're protecting the community. Fucking teenagers. Who do you think they are? <laughs> like, people got, I don't know if they got, I hope they, I hope nobody got records off of this, but like the fact that probably some grown ass man and a group of grown ass men did this to teenagers and like went home that night and were like, yeah, I'm, I'm just protecting the community. Like the gall it takes to do that is really, like, cause it's, cause it's easy to get bogged down in the, legality of it be like oh well this there's actually other cases where people have charged like say an entire car of people when a smidgen of marijuana right. was found. but like really this was a bunch of kids at a birthday party like that's what you did with your time that that blows my mind the unfortunate part about this is if the if law enforcement had been even remotely smarter we may never have heard of this story if they could have they could have potentially rolled in and said these three people are responsible and it may not have ever reached this point. It was the sheer ridiculousness of trying to tag 64 people with an ounce that brought it to the fore. Uh, and so I think that's always the reminder that people should take away from this is that while this is an extreme instance, this sort of really pushing the limits of the constitutionality of these sorts of arrests is happening for every one of these that you hear there's mm-hmm. a lot more where they're unfortunately craftier yeah well it's not great no it, when are we when are we going to legalize marijuana again right yeah <laughs> i mean if anything this is a reason to smoke <laughs> like knowing that people decided to do this and thought it was a good idea see my concern and is then, again, and then like, that it like yeah. went to trial like it was it didn't it didn't look like it was like a straight up settlement like people actually said yeah let's get some let's get some waste a some lot of time and effort this. yeah yeah, like there was, there was people like, yeah, no, the police were justified in charging 64 teenagers with this ounce. Like, really? I mean, the problem is you get prosecutors who feel they're in too deep because they 
they can't let this go because as soon as they let this go, the somebody's going to push when they tried to tag seven people with one, whether it's drugs or a gun or whatever. Mm. Uh, so they need to they need to fight every battle to keep the system rolling. Well, th- that did not work out well for them in this instance. And mercifully, in this instance, it did mm. not. But yeah, it, it's worth keeping in mind at all times that this is the sort of thing that's going on at all levels. And, and yeah, you wish there would be a prosecutor who had the good sense to say this is a waste of all of our time maybe, and energy. But maybe we don't do this. But they get too far deep, and they pot committed. Yeah, they, Keep it, on chasing that's, it. that's the right term. Pot committed, mm-hmm. literally. Gotta chase the river, right? Is, I, I remember when is nobody is nobody go? Are you not talking about this on the double entendre level, which is way funnier that they're pot committed to a uh, weed case? Yeah. I That's the yeah. I, I was going. But you were just talking about poker. I, I was saying I was I, I remember the um, Texas Hold'em craze when it swept our country. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I was I was green when it came to your wheat lingo. I had nothing oh. to talk about. Nah, nah. All right, that was so. dope, Joe. Oh, there we go. Uh, there we go. The first one was not. That one was good job. <laughs> yeah, All right, different strains. Yeah, no, no, nice. Um, okay. <laughs> I feel amazing. All right, how are we doing on this? Are we we good on this topic? I don't, I know, don't know. Do you have any more puns? That's I'm the question. Does cool. anybody have any more puns? I'm okay with passing this. Okay, bud. To the left hand side. <laughs> Did anybody catch my okay, bud? See, I was doing the same. Oh, well. Ah, boom. <laughs> this is why it tomato, shouldn't tomato. be legalized. This is the only reason it shouldn't be legalized because there'd be more of this. <laughs> but for like a minute and then people will be over it because yeah. it wouldn't be funny anymore. Sure. Uh, <laughs> from that topic to talking about big law. Catherine, you had a story this week about a major law firm and yeah. uh, so, a decision. Yeah. People, people make choices in this life and we are here to hold them accountable for said decisions. But the One America News Network, OAN, and their parent company, Herring Networks, sued AT&T, the chairman, William Kennard, and DirecTV because they DirecTV made the decision not to renew the carriage contract over OAN because, you know, it's OAN. And uh, they so they, committed, they filed a lawsuit saying that um, it was a breach of contract, breach of fair dealing, uh, just, there was disparagement clauses in the contracts. A bunch of a bunch of arguments, largely because there's a separate uh, agreement that's in effect, and they said, well, because there's a separate agreement that we assumed that the that the original carriage uh, would, contract would be renewed, um, and they are alleging over, I think, a billion dollars in damages because at present OAN has limited alternative carriage options. Oh, and the disparagement one was also a pretty interesting theory because there's apparently in the in the carriage agreement, there's a disparagement clause and they are making the allegation that any AT&T owned outlet is bound by the non-disparagement agreement, which includes all the on-air talent. So the fact that uh, HBO's John Oliver has said lots of things about how awful OAN is when CNN host Jake Tapper said something about OAN as a source of lies, masquerading as fact, when uh, Brian Seltzer said, also of CNN, also said something about OAN. This is all they're alleging violations of, not, not, not defamation, mind you, because truth and all that, but of the non-disparagement clause of the contract. But the interesting thing... I, yeah. I'm going to go ahead and I, I'm assuming Brian Stetler said Stetler, that. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's not the big band. Uh, I was going to say. <laughs> Fair. Bri- Brian Setzer is a different story. Yes, okay, go. Yes. Sorry. You are correct. 
friend. But one of the interesting parts of the case, at least as you know, listen, lots of folks have covered this lawsuit. It is kind of interesting. We'll see. But from an ATL perspective, figuring out sort of the folks behind it is is kind of the nut there. And it's no, none other than big law firm because of whatever. It's Vetter Price. No, oh, there we go. We yeah. got to a point. <laughs> wow. Okay. Sorry. I was trying to give a little bit of texture. Background to, and texture. I understand. You know, listen, it's Vetter Price. My point is that the choices that big law firms make to over who their clients are have repercussions. You know, obviously, it's a subject we've talked about before because there are lots of protests and boycotts when big law firms have controversial clients. Also, from a recruitment aspect, there are law schools and law student groups that organize boycotts because they don't want to be working at law firms that, you know, make these sorts of controversial representations. And, you know, this is not like a, no one has to, the, the OAN doesn't need legal representation, right? It's a choice. They are big pockets here. And, uh, you know, we should we should be aware of who who's making these calls. And if you unless you want to be working on these sorts of cases, I suppose, in which case you probably already want to work for Jones Day. So it seems as though it's not a particularly great case. AT&T is a private company. It can choose to renew its contract with whoever it wants to as right, far it's not as like carrying. It, 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 it's literally up for renewal. It's not like they, you know, broke the agreement or something right. like that. Uh, they, they only... The only wrinkle is this non-disparagement thing, which is admittedly weird uh, and gets extra weird when when a carrier also happens to own some of the companies that are on the on the air. So that uh, that's a wrinkle. But this is not one of those cases that you would think a firm in especially a big law firm would want to inject themselves into. Uh, I understand billables are fun to get, but. Mm it does have problems uh, for you as a brand going forward that you're willing to do this and and make enemies of AT&T in the process doesn't seem all that bright. Well, it's but. also not the first time that Vetterprice has represented OAN. They're also doing some of the work in the $1.6 billion defamation lawsuit that Dominion Voting uh, Services is has filed against OAN. Um, and that actually, that case, that separate case, also plays a, a role in the, in the instant case, saying that the reason why AT&T file or, you know, decided not to pick it up is because this is a way to deplete the war chest of OAN in their lawsuit against Dominion and therefore would not be able to to further, you know, argue in the in the in the defamation case, which is certainly a theory. And I'm not sure that 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 case needs a, a lot of, of an assist. But um, yeah, it's interesting. It's the same set of lawyers that are doing the work on behalf of OAN in both of these cases. Building your book on the back of OAN doesn't seem like the... Seems like a short-term solution. Not, to, yeah, that, that's not, that would not be my... Pro- <laughs> if I were giving professional development coaching, I would not probably <laughs> say that that's your right move. But hey. Listen, I, I'm sure for those of us who have worked for big law, they're... they're always clients where you're like, oh, I guess I guess this is the side we're on because those are the folks that tend to have have more money. But I think in particular when there's some there are these clients that are so vocal and particularly in this current political moment, one that seems to be pulling the country in a very particular conspiracy theory laden kind of direction, maybe maybe we give a little more thought, you know, and, and listen, I got tons of hate mail over this because that's what happens. Oh really? Oh yeah. I didn't oh, yeah. know that. Because yeah. I'm a communist, obviously. I mean, uh, but, yeah, it's that's fair. What that, but... that's, that's what the people apparently think. Uh, and ha- how dare I argue that someone should not have 
the lawyer that they want. What, when did this stupid everyone gets the lawyer they want thing really take off? I've never understood this. Because, uh, yeah, you, you, well, you have I, some I blame rights. the founding fathers, right? Well, no, no but, but not. You have a right to, you know, your criminal defense attorneys and stuff like that. But that doesn't mean that major corporations have the right to hire whoever right, they want. The story of, you know, the British soldier getting a founding father to defend them in court it, sure. takes up an undue amount of space in our collective imagination, right? That's who folks think we are. And I think there's a massive difference between criminal uh, defense attorneys who. I do think every criminal defense, every criminal defendant, you know, needs a good attorney. I don't think it's the same in civil court at all. But and, and but God I think help that you in transactional work. Certainly yeah. not in transactional work, right? But but I think that that story has taken on an undue uh, import in our collective imagination. I think that people people also who don't necessarily think too hard about the different kinds of lawyering that there is, just like lawyers, blah, this is what a lawyer does. I think that that's also part of it, kind of a lack of understanding of sort of the nuances and differences between kinds of law. So I do like legitimately blame the founding fathers. So, I mean, but it's not their, it's not John Adams' fault that that case has now taken on this this role. I'm pretty confident no, he knew. that he knew. <laughs> I'm pretty confident that the first 150 years or so in which it didn't have this sort of import, uh, he'd have been just cool with. Yeah, but it, it's it's become a thing. I feel like it's largely done that as bigger firms have tried to create some sort of cover for their more objectionable practices. Well, it's and, also because it's more we're more transparent now. Right. You know, in the in the 90s, you didn't hear as much about who whose clients who was representing them. You know, mm. you didn't hear what any big law firm was doing or unless you were working there, working at the firm or against the firm. You probably just were unaware. There is a lot more media now, um, a lot more niche media Hey, ATL. But but I think that that's part of it. it. Folks are getting more attention on who their clients are. And I think that's completely fair and justified. But this is the reaction to it. Yeah. It, and, and yeah, so maybe that's what it's part doing. of it. It's, it's, a, it's a rich tapestry. Lots yeah. of ins, lots of ats, lots of what have you. And that seems like a, a wrap on that conversation. So with no further ado waiting to see if there were further ado. There well, that's, I mean, that is my starting wordle word every day, so. Uh, it, it, prob- it, it was I not. Because that's not five letters long. I do? A-D-I-E-U? That is also a word, but I, I just said further ado. Oh, like so. A-D-O. Sure. Yeah. So, yeah. Fair. So anyway. Well, that's what it reminded me of, so whatever. Well, I'm, I'm glad we got to the bottom of that. So... <laughs> <laughs> I think that we're done for the time being. Uh, thanks for listening. You should be subscribed to the show so that you get episodes when they come out. You should give reviews, stars, write something, helps out, shows that there's some engagement out there. You should be reading above the law so you hear about these stories and others as they happen. You should be following us on social media. I'm at Joseph Patrice. She's at Catherine One. He's at Rights for Rent. Uh, you should be listening to our other shows. Catherine is on The Jabot. I'm on the Legal Tech Week. Um, oh, so close. I'm on the Legal Tech Week Journalist <laughs> Roundtable. <laughs> you should be listening to the other offerings of the Legal Talk Network. And that, I think, wraps up everything. Thanks to Posh for sponsoring. And, uh, yeah. I do. Yes. <laughs> well done.